This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to foobarradio.com for more details. Sarah Love and my Diggy on Fubar Radio. And that was Rick James's message on Brexit. Just for you, soul music lovers out there who are still on the fence and not sure which way to go, in or out. Pause. In or out. <laughs> unity. Unity, bitches and bitchettes. <laughs> it's all about unity. It is all about unity. Unity, bitches. Unity! Jesus Christ. That was the sounds of um, Rick James with the track Unity, and that's as deep as we're going to maybe pause go on the um, Brexit <laughs> subject today but first of all thank you Ray Peacock thank you very much <laughs> did you like that that was my I've been practicing that you, my foghorn leghorn okay. air horn you're going to be battling the um, what's that guy from um, Police Academy called again oh. Mike, Michael no yeah, you are. Find out his name, Adam, right the guy now. with the sound effects on Police Academy. Police Academy but uh, Mice wants to battle him, so if you can get his email, uh, hit him up and just let him know. Mice wants he's to, been battle called him, to battle him. Yeah. I'm not ready for battling anymore, man. <laughs> I can only do this, look. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And in my head, it sounds way better than it does out on the. It's like the yeah. room is shaking. Yes. <laughs> what about the. <laughs> Yeah, I, I could do that, fresh. but I perforated my ear, one of my ears doing that, so yeah, I don't... You had to calm down <laughs> on the Doggy Fresh Styles. Welcome to the Hip Hop Show, Mother Lovers. You are in tune to Fubar Radio. <laughs> Sarah Love alongside Mice Diggy, and of course, we've got a whole bunch in store for you fasses and facets out there <laughs> locked in. <laughs> no shots fired. We but got, for um, the last two hours, Ray Peacock has been taking care of you. <laughs> and he's um, been suggesting some a- MCs who might be uh, in um, the house who want to step up to the open mic later on the show. So, um, yeah, MC I've been Jacob hearing still. Like, <laughs> he's he's looking boss. fired up, man. Yeah. yeah, he's warming up already. Yeah, I see. He's, he's typing away frantically. He's <laughs> right in there bars battle bars um and um remember if you miss any of the food bar shows you can uh listen back on the website and on itunes and right here mondays 4 till 6 p.m we bring you that hip-hop goodness every week last week my goodness we had so much on the show including our exclusive interview with Ooh. eric sermon of epmd that shit was jokes man that eric was sermon. jokes He's a joker, isn't it? He that is must have been joker. hilarious. He's just there cracking. You're trying to do an interview, serious interview. <laughs> and he's, and he's just, just on his own tangent. Yeah. I can't wicked, wait man. to meet him again. Yeah, no, he's he is the bomb, man. So if you missed that interview, definitely check it out on the website because um, he was dropping some jewels, man. Yep. Um, we also had Elliot Fresh in the studio last week. Yep. That out was very of cool. Tongue. Shout out to uh, Tang the Pilgrim. Saw him on Saturday. Mm, but that was really cool to hear about his um, project and we played some music yeah, uh, from that as well um, and yeah so definitely check uh, out that we had Dan from King Underground in the studio yeah, as yeah, well he's, he's doing some, some really good stuff work. with his label King Underground yeah. and um, Shapeshifter Shapeshifter yeah, gave us a little insight into the Norfolk lifestyle yeah mate tractors rolling you get me <laughs> proper styles like I don't know if I got the accent right but that'll do we, he sounded, we think he sounded gangster <laughs> he sounded like, gangster he sounded like a real it. farmyard gangster for real the, what he was talking about free parties the lyrics he had for Suffolk people yeah <laughs> that was, he's like oh, yeah. shots at Suffolk they're, they're, what they're, they're car, car pointers, pointers. <laughs> and we, we're still not Shapeshifter tweet us so yeah. we know ex- can j- just clarify what? Oh, what exactly? Yeah, I reckon he's like, yeah, that, that's mine. 
<laughs> no, that's mine. But you know, that's do- that kind of car pointer. Yeah. It's not like a mouth breather. Mouth breather? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that expression breather? before? No. Mouth breather. What's it's, mouth breather? I think it's just what you call someone if Chats you think they're breathe. dumb, you know? Oh, like right. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> just breathes through their mouth all the time. Like, I, I wonder whether it's because, you know, like, you know, you know, there are people that are mouth breathers, and you're like, right, you always breathe through your mouth. Like, it's you don't like, know, they're too mouth. dumb, they don't know how to use their nose. Yet. It's so, oh, that's a shame. You saying that mouth already, breather. I thought of a handful of people, I'm like, that is them. <laughs> and actually, thinking of it today, I had an appointment, so I was waiting, my appointment ran like, I was waiting over an hour for this damn appointment. This woman Jeez. was sat, sat next to me in the waiting room. You know, when people are communicating with breathing, Thing. And it's like, <laughs> where it's like, oh, so just talk if you want to speak. Upset. Yeah, yeah, so like, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. All the different sound effects. Great sound and effects. It was like an hour. <laughs> and it was a kind of hour of day so where like, I was really ready. So the dude from Police Academy. <laughs> yeah. like, we Should've found out what his number. name is. I, it's annoying because I know his name, but I just can't think of it right and now. You know, dope. Adam. You're in that place. Give us the, uh, the guy, yeah. the sound effects <laughs> he's, guy from. He's like, fuck you, bitch. I got Michael Winslow. That's it, Michael Winslow, yeah, yeah. He's the bomb, Aww. I was going to say Michael Rappaport just because of the rap bit, but nah. It's all the same yeah. anyway, isn't it, really? Hip-hop anyway, shouts, anyway, shouts out to all you mother lovers out there locked in. we got a whole bunch in store for you, so mm. keep it right here. Foodbarradio.com mm. sure, slash hip-hop. Exactly. Make sure you tweet us at Radio at DJ Sarah Love, or at MySdiggy, and we'll give you a shout-out. Of course, I've got some investigations coming up soon. Mm. It's a serious investigation because, you know, the streets is it's real out there, but you just don't know how real <laughs> it is nowadays. That's the only problem with these streets. These streets. These mean streets, baby. These times now. These tweets, you get me. <laughs> and um, got new music for you as well today in store from Kaiser. Got some brand new Marco Polo production. Mm. Something very lovely from Jazz T, mm. Rex and more. So much to fit into the show. So hit us up. We love hearing from you guys as well. This show is all about you. So get in touch with us at hiphop yes. at foodballradio.com. Shouts out to all the car pointers and mouth breathers in the yeah, world. Yeah, I, I did a bit of mouth breathing. I was like, <laughs> hip-hop. <laughs> mouth- hip-hop. <laughs> Sarah's a mouth breather at heart. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, with the doggy fresh king of the mouth breathers. Um, yes, and if you if we haven't, we keep forgetting to mention mention our names in this show, mice. But Whose yes, names? it's myself, what? DJ Sarah Love. Mice Love and Sarah Diggy. Mice Love, Sarah Diggy. <laughs> but first up, I'm sending this track out to Tom. I know he's a fan of Nas, and this is something fresh off of the brand new Jay Diller album, The Diary. Let's what? do it. It's Fubar. The Sickness that's produced by Mad Lib that's uh, featuring Nas J Dilla there taken from the new album The Diary it's out now it's so crazy, go and support man. it yeah. it's crazy oh, hearing oh, Nas on a oh. Dilla beat that's what you want to hear man you I know, know. What I mean? see I just think things like that as well it's a shame that that has happened posthumously yeah the right word. like yeah, you know I that would have been so I don't even know what so that means but it sounds <laughs> like I should say I should agree with you yeah yeah <laughs> just agree but it's you know that would have been so ill to hear more stuff like that during uh, Dilla's lifetime man, man and Nas's lifetime yeah I mean, do you remember when um, I think this might have been the MySpace days like mm. way back but I remember seeing um, like it was a Questlove blog and it was to do it was to do with um, the Black Album I think or it might have been uh, what's the one Kingdom Come Jay-Z mm-hmm. and I think he was he kind of put it out there 
Uh, who should I work with in terms of producers? And Jay Z did. Uh, Jay Z put it out there, and okay. then, but Questlove had answered that, and then put this list of who should have done production on this album and whatnot. And it was crazy, you know. It had Dilla on there, um, like Pete Rock. You know, people where you're like, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to hear what Jay Z would sound like on one of them beats, you know. And yeah. it's a similar like this. It's a shame that now we're hearing it when. Dilla's gone, but it's crazy still to hear Nas on a on a Dilla yeah. beat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. shit like that would have been amazing. I know. You know, imagine big pun on you know Ooh. like a Dilla. What? Oh That'd have been crazy. We should just start putting some ideas together. Yeah, let me just shut up here. now before. Uh... I know. <laughs> this is money we could be making <laughs> yeah. out of this idea, Shush. Well, you know, it's love we could be spreading first of all. Yeah, of yeah, course, no, that's so. totally what we meant. Actually, that is completely yeah. what we meant. And it's Food Bar Radio. It's myself, Sarah Love, and the one and only voice of Chocolate Velvet Cake, aka My Diggy. You fast, <laughs> you fast, <laughs> and um, yes. It's that time of the show. I like to start the show with some positivity as much as we can. Did you enjoy summer last week? Positivity! That 24 hours last I, week where it was well, kind of summery. Yeah. yeah I know, but that was two I'm, weeks ago. I'm not being funny, but today, everyone. Is it today's <laughs> the, the first day of summer? Well, that's the summer solstice. Very nicely with this week's. Ah, Jesus, <laughs> man. I, like, really? I'm, I'm meant to believe this. I'm all out there with a fucking barbecue trying to light up the coal and damn near. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hellstones are falling on me. What the hell's going on with this summer, man? Because I've heard Mice has coined the phrase the winter guilt. Winter guilt. Where I was wondering if today counts as winter guilt because people don't know how to. Uh, seeing well, people on the tube jumper. today, they didn't know how to dress. dress today. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. how to dress. Of course, you got. It's the first day of summer. Yeah, let me just bring my <laughs> woolly hat. You know, extra pair of socks just in case. Umbrella, you know what I mean? Coat. Yeah, I got my unique glow thermals on, of course, because you know. You know. I don't want the kishkis getting too cold. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we're still suffering from winter guilt in, uh, on the 20th of June. But still something that's amazing about the 20th of June is that <laughs> it's the summer solstice. Yeah, trust Sarah to find something positive in a rainy-ass summer day. Go I, on. <laughs> I, love the, I love astronomy. Astronomy just deserves... Big up, big up. Like, true. seriously, that's because true. that's like an undeniable fact. I don't know what background you're from, like where you live, what yeah. era you lived in. You cannot just deny astronomy. Like, this is our universal truth. And it's a beautiful thing. Mm. So summer solstice is when the sun reaches its highest point in the sky. So this means that you have the longest day of the year mm. is today. And it's because the Earth's North Pole is like at its greatest angle towards the sun. It's all quite fun to me. So basically from now on, it's just going to get... The days are going to be shorter now, aren't they? Yeah. So that's something I guess we can celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, the days get shorter every day from what? here. But then we still have so much beautiful weather yeah. and season things to happen. And then we can look forward to the shortest day of the year, which that's mm. wonderful too. Which felt like it was only about two weeks ago. Honestly, I'm trying to be optimistic. <laughs> yeah, guys. I hear that, man. But come on. I mean, we're in June now. So I guess what you're saying is like, we've still got July, August, you know. August is great because that's when it's my birthday. Okay, so it's always July's be kind of party season. September's my favourite month of the year. I got enough friends whose birthdays in October. My sisters in November and my dad. Well, yeah, I guess December. If you, look at it you in see, that there's way. always ways you can spin things. To yeah, be like and a if you got an umbrella spin. and a raincoat, then you're, you're good, sorted. really, isn't it? You have I to remember so. what they say in Sweden: it's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. You can say in a bad weather sort of <laughs> environment that definitely works. 
for fuck's sake though why do we, one minute it's like sunny next minute it's cloudy <laughs> and, uh, and now it, the weather's gotten good we're in the studio again but tonight is also a full moon so this is like the first time where we, you've had a full summer moon and the and summer sol- solstice coincide in like 50 years someone some big hole's got to open up somewhere and swallow like yeah. Donald Trump Gene Simmons, that's, that's what we're hoping is going to happen Banks. tonight at 11pm yeah. yeah that's probably okay <laughs> that sounds good <laughs> we need that's another thing we should do write a sitcom or something like featuring all of those, those guys <laughs> in it um, but yeah so I'm happy that it's the summer solstice anyway I yeah think I'm happy it's the summer thing. solstice I'm a bit I'm you know I ain't gonna lie as soon as I hear that it's the longest day of the year, then I'm like, oh man, that's it. So Aww. now it's, it feels like summer's kind of over, really, Aww. because the days are going to get shorter. You get on a Debbie Yeah, Diana. so you're kind of like, okay, well, happy summer, guys. That's it. <laughs> Best of luck with that. Okay, bye. Yeah. No, it's going to be a lovely summer, regardless, I know. But um, yeah, so for me, I've just got to send a big up, big up to astronomy because you're just killing it right now. Also, Goodness me, another, well, big up, big up to all the fathers who were celebrating Father's Day yesterday. That was a very nice day, as I saw for some people. And, and unfortunately, another RIP going out to Tenor Fly. Big up, big yeah, up. man, there's so many RIPs, man. It's getting, it's a bit scary, man. We Last week, we forgot to mention Kimbo Slice. I meant to, after the show, I did mean to. Well, I you was didn't, like, Sarah Love. That's no, no, why no, I'm doing it right now, the DJ show, Sarah I was Love. Rever- <laughs> you being our ultimate fighting about it. expert, I, I, yeah. I was like, I meant to mention it to you beforehand yeah. so then you could tell me who the hell well, that was. Yeah, well, we got so many, um, there was so much going on last week, so it's a bit I know. hard to cram everything in. But um, Kimbo Slice, a.k.a. Kevin Ferguson, he passed away, um, I think it might be like about three weeks ago now. Um, no, it wasn't last week, it was the week before. And um, he just had some heart problems. Like they were talking about that he he might have had to have a heart transplant before oh, it happened goodness. as well. He had a fight booked coming up for um, a promotion called Bellator, so, and that, which was going to be in London. Mm-hmm. He was going to be fighting in the UK. Um, I think that might have been the first time as well he fought in the UK. And he was a pioneer, man. He was a guy that um, he came up through the basically he was like going viral when people didn't even have the word viral going on you know like yeah he was um doing backyard like um you know garden fights like fighting in someone's backyard Mm-mm. bare knuckle fighting damn they'd film it and put it up online but he was just clobbering dudes left right and center hence why you know people like sean price r.i.p was such a big fan of him because he you know he was just knocking dudes out left right and center and just a beast but what he did was um you know, because obviously backyard brawling isn't as sanctioned as like a, a proper MMA fight, you know, which has say. got, you know, officials there, there are doctors there and everything. And it's, you know, it's all done mm. by legislation. But, you know, so people were like, yeah, but he wouldn't be able to take on a real MMA fighter who trains this, you know. And he was like, yeah, like I'll do it. And um, so he started training in mixed martial arts, you know, so he was doing it like it wasn't just like, yeah, let me just eat what I want. And, you know, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. what time I got to be there? All right, I'll be Punch there. The yeah, face. I'll be there five minutes late, mm. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he ended up um, going on, on to um, being like one of the first um, promotions to ever be televised um, on cable network, like on, you know, legal TV or wow. legal TV. But yeah, cable network, I guess. So, you know, he kind of pioneered certain things within the mixed martial arts world. So it's a big, massive loss, you know. And fair enough, like, that his last few fights might have been kind of, you know, more... um 
just they weren't taken as serious as some of, the, of his previous fights. He went away to boxing. He won a bunch of fights. I think he was undefeated in boxing, about 7-0, and 6-0 or something like that. And then um, came back to mixed martial arts and started fighting. But, mm. you know, the first fight was with an older guy, Ken Shamrock. I believe it was Ken Shamrock. And it, it was a weird ending as well. He won, but it's weird. And then the last fight was like two dudes that just didn't really have the gas tank. It, it looked like they hadn't really trained any cardio, you know, because... It was three rounds of just dudes it's trying to hit slugging. each other. Yeah, he won that as well. And the other guy nearly died. That of 5,000 actually nearly died as well. Oh and it was God. a big beef that they've had for a while. There's actually a documentary called, um, uh, I think it's called Dogfight. What um, was the cause of death? Well, the cause of death was he had some heart failure oh, or goodness, heart problem. Man. Yeah. Um, and, you know. Because he wasn't an old dude either. And that's also. He's 42. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. That's, that's young, young. that's young. And that's the other reason why, um, you know, today is another very important... Because to me, I know it seems like a down thing to discuss death and stuff. My dad's always said to me, you know, death is a part of life. You it know, is a part of life. To embrace. And we should be grateful, really, that we have certain characters that we can even refer to or have just contributed something positive yeah, to Yeah, that made human an impact on your life, experiences, man. You know what I mean? So yeah. to me, I think it's a positive thing to give these people a shout out. So today's, other than beginning up Tenafly, um, uh, Kimbo, Slice. Kimbo Slice, and Astronomy. Today, I wanted to send a massive big up, big up. to Prince B. He's probably best known as being part uh, one half of PM Dawn. <clears throat> At Trail Pinsbury Cordes, uh, he died last Friday, and that was following a battle with renal kidney disease. And he was just forty-six years old. You know, wow. forty-six. And this is, I, it just, I just want to see people taking care of themselves because nowadays we live in such a way where it's like everyone's pushing themselves to such limits. Everyone's eating crap food. No one's actually listening to what your body is meant to be doing and how what we're evolved to do with our bodies. Mm. And you know, it's not correct that someone is dying at such a premature age. And it's just such a shame. Prince B, rest in peace forevermore. Pain from diabetes can't harm you anymore. That was coming from his cousin, um, and who was also a member of PM Dawn, PM Dawn Doc G. Um, that was posted on the Facebook page mm. following um, Prince B's death. And um, he formed the group uh, with his brother in there in 1988 in, in New Jersey. Wow. And they became only the third hip hop act ever and the first black rappers to top the Billboard Hot 100 in 1991 and that was with their massive single set of Drift on Memory Bliss of course um, but yeah that's kind of crazy like first black rappers to top the top uh, the Billboard Hot 100 and, that and was the whole thing about them being <laughs> sellouts and all that bullshit and that's right? the thing because you know they had a real history I mean before becoming so massive but then in um, they kind of got dissed and hip hop sort of well hip hop establishment kind of turned their backs on um, PMs or in the US anyway mm. and they um, didn't I think it was a lot of it was did not really knowing how to place them in that time because yeah, on one hand you, know. you had the sort of gangster image of you know your NWA type side of um, hip hop being promoted and then the other side was kind of a more flower powered yeah, thing the Daisy Ages you know and so it was, I think many people weren't really sure or comfortable how you position them within the scheme of hip hop then yeah. 
again. Yeah, but yeah. it's interesting when you look at people like a Drake now or all these like <laughs> singing cats <laughs> young now thug. kind of thing. Is it Young Thug? I always forget like which one I'm into. Say they first, all sound thug, the young. same anyway. But yeah, yeah. no, they, they, uh, <laughs> they um, but yeah, it's just interesting when we think those guys uh, had a uh, like worldwide smash like in the early '90s, mm. doing what a lot of these cats think they're the first to do with um, auto tune or something like that. Yeah, true. Um, and, That's um, true. and he actually came to um, to the UK and they signed with G Street Records and then um, that was all uh, leading up to them having the massive hit with um, Set Adrift on Memory Bliss and on the line right now we should have a friend of Prince B this is UK killer producer Mr Ben Grimm are you Man, there can like you hear ben me Grimm. I can hear you I can hear you <laughs> veteran status out here boy I know for those of you who aren't familiar with Ben Grimm <laughs> you better go researching your UK discographies yeah, one of definitely. my favourite producers doing it out here how are you doing Ben yeah I'm good man I'm good kind of sad about what's happened but mm. yeah yeah because you did actually know Prince B from like what in the night since the 90s or something yeah yeah we were really good friends um, I used to work at G Street Records in the kind of early to mid 90s in the studio and um when he was over recording we used to hang out and play each other beats go digging together and stuff like that and mm. when i moved to new york in the late 90s he let me stay in his apartment i used to sleep on the floor in his studio um, wow yeah man we were we were close he was a really good dude man very 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 talented like people don't understand the depth of this guy's talent i mm. mean he lived Although he wasn't accepted by the wider community, he, he lived hip hop. Like t next to his bed, in his in his room with his wife, he had a, a setup with a turntable, a mixer, and a whole crate of records and a drum machine. In the middle of the night, he'd wake up and make beats in bed. Like dude was just unbelievable. Wow. He would he would just make probably like ten, fifteen beats a week. I mean, I, he'd wake me up. I was I used to sleep in the uh, vocal booth in his studio Jeez. and. Um, in the middle of the night, you just hear him come in, turn everything on the studio and start making beats. And, you know, he gave me a little area in his studio where I could set up my SP and have a crate of records. And I'd sit there making beats like, you know, like some little kid in the corner of the room and shit. But, wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, dude just, yeah, go on. Yeah, because a lot of people, I think, um, you know, just associate them with that one hit tune sampling Spandau Ballet, but don't necessarily mm. realise, like, how official, like, these guys were on the uh, hip hop. I mean, Dudes were just regular hip-hop hood kids. They were, you know, he just ha happened to have a lot of luck with that one hit, and um, it kind of set his career. But, I mean, he would make the most underground hip-hop you can imagine and then go and write a song for the Backstreet Boys. He was just very talented, do you know what I'm saying? He could do everything, and he, he, he never kind of crossed things over. He always compartmentalized everything and kept things separate, like he made beats under different names and stuff like that. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a real loss. I mean, he... he he had such a knowledge about everything. I mean, I'm sure people have heard about his, you know, his crate digging abilities and stuff. Well, it's funny because even talk, um, talking to some friends of mine in New York, they're saying, yeah, back in the day, people used to get mad at him because he'd be at all the record fairs spending like thousands of dollars that none of us had. And so he'd just be grabbing off all the records. So we were mad jealous that yeah, he was deep true. in the digging, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, it got to the stage at the New York record conventions where the dealers wouldn't show their records to anyone else until B had been there. Because, mm. I mean, he would wow. literally, each stall he'd go to, he'd drop like two, three grand on. So all the dealers were like, well, no, he comes first because he spends so much money. Oh, it sucked for everyone else. But, I mean, 
bottom line is dude was getting all that publishing money for making pop music and putting it back into hip-hop and, and, and into buying dope music and spreading his knowledge so i mm. mean it wasn't all bad and you know you know he and passed a lot of that on to me as well so i'm very grateful oh mm. and i think um you know he definitely cut uh you know cut his teeth and left a legacy on like credible hip-hop terms as well um like there was the the mood swingers outfit mm-hmm. um that you know you picked a tune for us today that you um think that he would like us to play this is the prime time track which samples the bobby mcferrin uh yeah. tune from the cosby show yeah. which is a little bit of a left field underground track yeah, really. I mean, this, this, this kind of points out what i'm saying I mean, for his pop music, he was sampling Spandau Ballet and, you know, Ashley's Roach Clip and putting them together and making a pop tune. But when he was in his yard, he was chopping up stuff the same as any other hip-hop producer, you know. Mm. And he, he just loved the music. He knew everyone, but he was always kept an outsider because, you know, people weren't quite sure how to take him. But when you look back and keep it in context, I mean... He was more credible than Will I Am or Puffy, you know. He he was he was he was making dope shit and pop shit, but keeping them separate. So you know, he just had a different way of doing it. But he was way ahead of his time. You know I think saying? also for people today, a lot of people in 2016 they're not necessarily going to understand what it was like to try and do that in mm. the 90s. You know, because yeah. right now you, you can do anything. You can you could you know you could have Jay Z do a track with the Cheeky Girls, and people are going to accept that sort of thing. But to do mm-hmm. to be cro- treading those two paths in the 90s the thing is man when people were talking about all of that like you know the bottom line is everyone wants to sell out people want to be successful off of what they do and in order to be you know quote unquote successful you kind of do have to sell out but it's like if you're making the music from your heart that's the main thing you're not making it like is this what everybody wants This, you know this is like yo I like this Oh shit, it manages to blow up and it's sold a lot. You know what I mean? It's made a lot of money. And that's even what Eric Simon was saying to us the other day as well. You know, he made the track music, you mm. know, from his heart and it just so happens to cross over mm. kind of thing. He wasn't making mm. things too crossover. But even when you listen to like the um, Set Adrift track, I don't, it doesn't sound like it's some like Gangnam style type thing. Like, you know, it still <laughs> no, feels like no, they're, totally, they're channeling totally. creativity yeah, from their, yeah. their soul. I mean, you, in you, you can't forget B's pedigree as well. I mean, his dad was in Cool and the Gang, you know what I'm saying? He was mm. the, the original percussionist in, cool, percussionist in Cool and the Gang. So when he was growing up, he had those dudes around him. You know, he, wow. he, his mum was big in the gospel scene. I don't know if she was a performer, but she, I think she was involved in somehow. So he, he was just surrounded by music and, you know, his parents just kind of let him do his thing. And, you know, it, it came off for him. But, I mean, you... you he was just such a musical dude. Like, he could sing, play, make beats, do anything. But, and this Didn't, is also why I find it such a shame to lose someone with so much talent and mm-hmm. knowledge and experience. You know, that's a, a loss for all of us. I mean, to be uh, 46, I know back in 2005, he um, was paralysed on the left side of his body from a stroke that he had had this, and he had had one of his legs amputated right, below the year, kneecap. Yeah, last, last year, um, he had his um, leg amputated. Yeah. I, I think and it's this, just all been downhill from there, really. And this is all diabetes-related um, mm-hmm illness you know and this is just why i want everybody to take care of themselves because we all need you we need Don't each other the you know as they say well right? you know you know what did it for b i mean it's even more direct for us because he was living over here for three years after he had that big hit he decided to move over here and record his stuff mm. and he was completely addicted to rabina Oh, wow. he, he used to he used to get deliveries to the studio of crates of rabina and just sit there and go through a crate of the pre stuff each day and yeah, I mean, he must have had 
a predisposition to, to diabetes no, anyway. No. But I mean, I know that stuff didn't help. Yeah, that's you know? not in, helping in, in, though. In the same way as Fife, you know, it's it's just like the sugar just. Yeah, apparently know? Fife was really addicted to. That's it. I mean, all, all B would do when I knew him was drink Ribena and eat crispy seaweed from Chinese takeaways, which is sugary as hell anyway. So, yeah. you know, he was Spoilies, completely, yeah. yeah, fixed on it. But I, I guess when you've got such a lot of success and money at a young age, you, you can do what you want to excess that little bit easier than everyone else. So yeah. you develop bad habits at an early age. So, But still, he's left a great um, contribution, you know, behind. Yeah, and, and it and was it, nice it, to see indeed. all the different people's messages and stuff, like from a real cross-section of people from just your housewives in Cheshire sort of thing through to, through to like hip hop dudes yeah <laughs> you know but that's a, that's a nice thing to do, nice thing to do so we thought today though we'd play something um, f- uh, to represent uh, for Prince B on the show but we're gonna uh, uh, go a little bit more left field than uh, the set adrift on memory bliss for you and so right now we're gonna play mood swingers this track is called prime time and um, what was B's involvement in the mood swingers group then Ben he, he basically the dude in mood swingers were his cousins cousins or nephews or a mixture of the both that lived in Jersey City they kind of lived in the neighbourhood he kind of pulled them together they weren't doing much they were just kind of hanging out on the block and and rapping now and again and stuff and ciphering etc but he kind of pulled them together and gave them some direction and made them beats Mm. and um, yeah I mean this is this is a great example. Are you playing prime time yeah? Yeah. It's a great example of what B did like he'd even he'd hook something up that was really obvious that everyone knew and he'd just flip the hell out of it and put some funky-ass drums behind it. And it's just kind of the polar opposite for me to set adrift on Memory Bliss because it's both very um, simple, obvious samples that everyone knows, but it's just the way that he flips it and and makes it his own. So, you know, I hope you guys enjoy it. Oh, yes. So so we had to let something ring out um, today uh, for our big up going out to Prince B, one half of EPMD, best known as. Thank you so much, Ben Grimm on the line, joining us in London. We hope to catch you in the studio live sometime. You can't pass through. Good to hear your voice, bruv. And you, guys. I'll see you soon, man. Yes, man. Take care. Peace. So this week's big up is going out to Prince B, a PM Dawn, and right here is is Mood Swingers, and this is the track Prime Time, produced by Prince Prince B. You're locked into FUBAR. That reminds me of the end of something. I can't remember what it was, though. Cosby Show. Yes. That we're not allowed to talk about him anymore, are we? Who? Yeah! Exactly. Exactly! <laughs> that was Mood Swingers. The track is called Prime Time, featuring Ace Lover on that track. You're tuned into Food Bar Radio with myself, Sarah Love. And myself, My Stiggy, a.k.a. the voice of chocolate, velvet cake, a.k.a. You can hit my music now. My Sack Hayes. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You heard right. My name is My Sack <laughs> You're damn right. And you are in tune to the Food Bar Radio Cafe where we have exactly what you need. We got that strawberry cheesecake mm. with the sprinkles. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? We got the cinnamon swirls with the micro dot sprinkles also. Ooh, micro dot. Truffles, whatever you need, baby. It's here. And I'm a bad mother. Shut your mouth. I was going to say lover. <laughs> Yatch. <laughs> What's going on, mother lovers? Yes, it is that time. Time for an investigation. Mm. Time to help you down that rocky road that we call life. You're damn right. Mm. (laughs) 
This week's investigation comes courtesy of um, I was driving down the A40 and uh <laughs> Sorry. you know I'm what I mean this, but I'm a bit delirious today I've got to say but <laughs> you're not I'm the only like one that. no worries so, I was driving it's down w- the A40 it's one of those Mondays man I'm driving down the A40 I'm like yeah what you know happened? what I mean let me you know when you you can hear someone playing some proper gangster music like right it sounds like a G you know what I mean like <laughs> Real gangster shit. I think it was Tupac. I can't remember, but it was some some West Coast shit, like old school. Yeah, where I was yeah. like, right, boy, it's sound, and it's rattling. You know when shit's yeah. rattling, you're like, okay, this must be. You know, like, I better be careful. Yeah, I don't want to look eye to eye just in case. Bro. I don't want to get into trouble. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not a gangster. <laughs> I might do some gangster shit, but I ain't gangster. So anyway, so dude's rolling by, and then he kind of gives me the look, like you know. I was like, right, yeah, yeah, shit, you're playing West Coast shit. No, it's nodding my head. And then he kind of gave me the, you know, like a girl, like, right, what are you looking at? Yeah, I was like, huh? And then he zang off, like, you know, speed up. But then then I see him slowing down for the... <laughs> for the speed cameras you know like so yeah with me he was a G he was like proper G'd up like yeah let me flash the gold T <laughs> yeah, like what fam what are you looking at zing and then just slow down then you'll see red lights break. yeah I was like Jesus I started cracking up man and then and you know as I come Did back by him, him nah I came back okay. by him though and I was cracking up laughing and he just started laughing as well he's like yeah that was, I was like come on man you can't you can't act all gangster and then go like you know and, and apply obeying the man. yeah obeying rules and shit like that. Like don't try and act all gangster in that when you have to look left, right, and left again to cross out a Pelican Crossing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like you can't. It's not, it's not consistent. It just yeah, 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 yeah. There's a side going on there that doesn't really work for me. It's like you can't. It's not convincing either. Yeah, not if you're wearing Bermuda shorts and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean with boots on. It's like bruv. There's certain levels to this whole gangsterism. I don't even know because I'm not. I know some gangsters, and I know for sure. That, do you know what I mean? You know how they roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not in the studio making music. Put it that way, man. They're, they're definitely not they're talking the about streets. this shit. They're in offices. Yeah. So, so it made me think, man. I really need to find out from all my listeners out there. Hit us up at Food Bar Radio on the Twitter or DJ Sarah Love on the Twitter or Mice Diggy. You can also email us hip hop at foodbarradio.com. We want to know, how can you tell when someone is a wannabe gangster? How can you tell when someone is not as gangster as they claim to be? Hit us up, mother lovers, and let us know. Sarah, I know you've met a bunch of... You're rolling in the hood, like, left, right, and centre, worldwide. I was looking for that Rayquan drop. Getting- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and let you say Rayquan ain't gangster because he was wet over your... <laughs> How do you know someone's not really a gangster? Yeah, boy, when they no. do a drop for Sarah Love, sounding <laughs> wet as a mother lover. That's how you know, boy. <laughs> yeah. No, but do you know what? I've got a little project where I want to get photos with uh, rappers and hip hop people, but where they're smiling. Yeah. Because you know, it's like always when you get photos with like rap they're people screen, and they're yeah. like screw face. You got to tickle them. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Is tickle them as soon as the as soon as you see that click about to happen. Tickle. <laughs> yeah, don't get off me. Tickle under the yeah, chin. DMX, like, no, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> He's still a bit gangster, though. Yeah, gee, yeah, DMX is, you know, bottom line is, man. Anyway, we, we want to find out from you, mother lovers, like, what you think, because it's interesting what people class as gangster or what 
some people don't. You I know? was going to say, because then there's some people who they don't try and claim that they're gangster, but they are gangster. Yeah. I'm talking about all the mums out there who know they, you, they'll just shut you down just with a look. Yeah. They haven't even got to speak. It's just the look like, don't even test me don't right now. Don't even go there. Just fix all the collar as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, or draw, so look to take the earrings off. That's when you're like, yeah, all right, let me just get out of here. Cause. Yeah, so those are some real gangsters. And I guess that's the thing. It's like the real Jews, yeah, you don't need to be shouting about it because you're living it. It? Yeah, you re- you are there. You know what I mean. So it's interesting, like seeing what what some people say. I've had some people hit me up. Mm. Um, Witty, shout to Witness MC. He was on a, a week or two ago, um, and he said, "When Killed you it. you know where uh, he said when you know they were a Tarquin twat before this whole <laughs> roadman obsession came along." So he said. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like people that... That sounded a bit personal, like, like yeah, you knew... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like he sounds quite angry when it, when it comes to that. Like, there's obviously people out there who like to use a lot of slang words because they hear it in the music or, yeah. you know, their mate Rodney used to talk like that in school, yeah. you know, or something. <laughs> I guess that's what he's talking about. Tarquin. Rebranded <laughs> himself. Yeah, that's a funny... <laughs> that's some funny shit, though. So, um, Sites Ryan Renaud says playing thousand dollar millionaires, thousand dollar millionaires. So oh, I, I guess don't like know what that is. I guess there's people who aren't really millionaires but try and act like they are. You know, yeah. like you can't. Don't. I'm not. And some people are gonna be upset about me saying this, but I don't think you can really call yourself a gangster when you got like a Louis Vuitton man bag on. Like gangsters <laughs> don't really need the man bag. Gangsters will be rolling around with that shit in their hand, like, yeah, I dare you to take it off me. <laughs> or, yeah, just dot, like loads of money just scrumpled up, stuffed in a sock or down their pants. I don't know, but mm. they definitely ain't going to be walking around with a man bag, like, yeah, look at my bag. What do you think? Yeah. You're like, bro, it's a bit weird, you know? <laughs> it's but, a bit weird, and you're not convinced. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just doesn't convince me. Dominic Bandoni says, when they tell everyone, on Facebook. <laughs> oh, so that's, like, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that none of my gangster friends use fucking Facebook. They're not Instagramming, yeah. Yeah. tweeting. And mm-hmm. Definitely, <laughs> if you're doing like the duck face selfies, you're not convincing <laughs> me that you're a female G. Yeah, either. yeah, yeah. That's not gangster for sure. That's just you're clowning, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no offense. I understand. I, I don't want to upset anyone's feelings, but yeah, ain't gangster ladies. <laughs> and ladies can be G's too and what is the thing with the leg man what's the whole turning the leg like mad it just looks awkward man dislocated yeah like let me just dislocate my hip quickly before <laughs> yeah. you take this selfie let me just move this vertebrae yeah yeah <laughs> and then get back on Instagram oh, no I'm shit. curious to hear other people's um, suggestions I think yeah there's there's many many telltale signs but yeah. it definitely made me think of like how my mum as a kid could just shut us down with just a look just a stare and it's like yeah did you say that again I dare you to yeah. say that again <laughs> so without even go, saying that shit the yeah. eyes say that and then when you grow up and go into the real world and people try and set you it's like you're not even rattling yeah, me yeah, mate yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. my mum is African yeah I mean so. boy when you've had the wooden spoon treatment you know pots and pans it's like I don't know mate the guns it's not really it's not really gonna scare me man no <laughs> yeah I'm much more scared until you've sunned. had your mum draw a knife on you a big ass kitchen knife and shit I don't you know bruv whatever man <laughs> but hit us up in the studio it's hiphop at foobarradio.com we love to hear from you I definitely want to know like the telltale signs We need, and these are life hacks like Mice is saying every exactly. week you know this like we you need to tell. share the information this so we're not getting fooled who is gangster and who ain't gangster shout to Cal Neal he says, is it because they have on the wrong shoes or drinking the wrong brand of booze? 
And I was like, yeah, you're damn right. Uh, you ain't going to be... You can't really expect people to think you're a gangster when you're sipping on hooch or smearing off ice or something like that. It's like, bruv. Oh, you know the blue Alco wicked? Pops. Yeah, some alcohol pop. You got like the blue around your lips. Trying oh, to, yeah, man. fam, what are you saying? Like, bruv. It just doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or coming out alcohol of the club. Pop. You know, that's the thing about... This is how you can tell when you're out, when you go out raving as well. Hmm. If if dude comes out of the toilet with a lollipop in his mouth, that he's not a gangster. Like you know, come on, brother man, let's let's be real about this. Yeah. What's, what's his name? Godfather Brando, Marlon Brando. Marlon come Brando. on, we were ah, seeing him today okay. with the with the with the. That's old school though. Alcohol with the trooper chops. Super chops and a yeah. wicked <laughs> blue flavor oh, wicked. No. Blue, I didn't even know there was blue flavor wicked. I just tried to stick. That's the one on the Because that's how gangster man. I am. Yeah. I don't even know about blue flavor wicked. Did you do one whole show just in that voice? Yeah, you? like man can do the rest of the show. <laughs> like, like, no, no, no. <laughs> just like, strictly West London slang. Mama's on Oh, I miss all that slang. <laughs> I do. It warms my heart when uh, I hear it. See, that's how you know Sarah loves a gangster. <laughs> but you know, it's all about keeping it real. That's how you know a real gangster. Isn't hey, it? keep it real, mother lovers. Hit us up at Fubar Radio, at DJ Sarah Love, at My Stiggy, or hip hop at FubarRadio.com. For now, though. I am rather feeling that track. If you haven't heard it before, that's the sounds of homeboy Sandman taken from his new album, Kindness for Weakness. What? That track in particular was featuring one of my favourite MCs. What? My Stiggy. I'm just trying to remember who else. Right. <laughs> longer. We need to. It's longer. No, but also, there's not that many Pause. other features. Yes. No, 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 no. Let's not get that. Um, now, how many other um, features are on that album? What's that? You, Edan. Yeah, there's Edan. Um, there's um, he's got. There's a track, man. I thought it had a whole bunch of people on it, but um, it's actually it ha- well, he has got them on there, like mm. Breezy Brewing and Aesop Rock. Oh, um, Breezy Brewing. Um, but they they just the sing the hook. They all kind of layer a part of the hook. I see. So you're, you know, it's quite. He's very sneaky, man. Sandman's one of them guys. Um, we were talking about it, where you know you don't necessarily like want a whole bunch of people on your LP because you want people to hear you for who you are. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, some people make the mistake. I, I guess it kind of works with a certain type of people where cause they're like, when you got someone coming, they're like, who's featuring on it? They want to know who else is on it. Who did you do a track with? And uh, and there's that whole thing of working with other people to kind of, you know, um, was it like get endorsed? Yeah, you get you know, there's a bit of promotion there in in a way, a bit of endorsement and a bit of co-signing and whatnot. But man, when you can come up with a whole bunch of stuff that is still you, but you all these different ideas, I think to me it's more impressive than getting you know ten thousand. Rappers on one tune. Random hey, look at this re- yeah, look at this like- The other day I was listening to Illmatic again, which has actually been yeah, a while since I listened one, through to that. But a short album and you know what? No features. Yeah, know, there's, well, like there's one feature. feature there's on one there, feature, yeah, and then obviously it's like all the guest producers and stuff. Yeah, but you know it's like that's it's it's just not, and it didn't ever feel like oh god I'm really ready to hear another voice now because you're just yeah because he's saying enough stream. you know and it's a whole journey that you're taking on through that album with every track has got a different color to it yeah yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so it's nice to not that I'm drawing comparisons with Illmatic and Kindness for Weakness or anything like that <laughs> uh, definitely didn't intend to do that well but, you know but, you know <laughs> in yeah the but he has 
it's got some really nice features on there, man. Um, yeah. The stuff with Steve Arrington. Uh, what was it called? Love Until Steve the Arrington. Ribbon Breaks. That's an interesting name as well. So, um, Until the Ribbon Ribbon Breaks. Uh, Real New York, Steve which features... Steve Arrington, uh, Don, if you don't know, I that's the many. dude from Slave. So legendary status, status guy there, man. And the song I was talking about, um, Speak Truth, which has got Curious, uh, Breeze Brewing and um, Aesop Rock. But they're singing on the hook. I probably shouldn't even have said that. You lot should fucking find out for yourself. I know, yourself. you should Go just grab keep the album. tuning in to Food Bar Radio Mondays 4 till 6pm because you know we're going to be gradually working through all of these cuts up there. I yeah. want to send a shout out to Ill Move, Sporadic and Tenchu. Um, thank you very much for the lovely vinyl. Um, big shout to Pete P. Soup locked into the show. Send your, uh, Justin Gott, Mark DeForce, Ollie Sung. Send your shouts out to us on Twitter. I'm at DJ Sarah. Love my Diggy on uh, Twitter as well and yeah. you can email us in the studio at hiphop at foodbar shout out to Mr. Murs as well and make sure you hit us up man hit us up with your answers for um, this week's investigation how can you tell when someone's a wannabe gangster how can you tell when someone is not as gangster as they claim they are mm. right about now we are joined with an original OG is that yes. what you call double OG isn't it <laughs> double OG is that me or Oak. you oh. is that you oh. that, that ain't me oh. I've got that Oh, you've got water. Yeah, okay, a okay. triple OG. But let's is get. A new are you close to the microphone so I everyone I can hear I'm you? I'm an air. I'm an air check. Check close three, with mics, four. man. Shouts yeah. out to my man Gleam, who's made it down. Blessed. Yes, made it down or I made it up? up I should say, yeah, up, from yeah. Portsmouth. Oh, across oh. then up. Across then up. Brighton first. When I, I had to stop off there, I don't know why. This Train is cancellation all today. or something. Yeah. Is it? Your day's Serious. been crazier than mine. Set wow. Off at, set off at one. Just got here now. Serious. Bless for making it, man. That's some real MC shit. I brought yeah. the sun with me though so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we know it's that, <laughs> you know that you know that it's heavy and it's, it's heavy. you know what's so nice is to fight there's so many people that I know virtually Yes, you know it. strictly yeah. kind of thing. So it's nice to finally like meet when you finally see people in uh, and, and you're like, wow, in you're flesh. a real person. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> you're actually a, a human being. By the end of this, you'll be saying, let's go back to one line. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> strictly. Yeah, <laughs> let's go back to that way. I liked it like that. <laughs> I forget yeah, where the studio is. Off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't go back. No. That's a block thing. No, we appreciate yeah. having you here so much. You know, and Blessed it's like for to, to travel you. from out of town and everything yeah. to come and see us. That's lovely. Wow, I was glad to be here. But familiarise the people, like, who is Gleam, man? Gleam is from the south coast, from a little town called Gosport, next to Portsmouth. Woo-hoo! Gos- Woo! Gosport. Gosport, yeah. It's What's a- Gosport like? Gosport I don't know if I've been to dead. Gosport. It is dead. dead it is fam. one road in, one road out. That is it. And it <laughs> that is sounds just like mad cowboy. Loads and loads and loads of people just stacked up in earth in the states and whatnot. And wow. it, is, it can be bad, but it's close, so everyone knows each other. So if something goes missing, you know, you know, you kind of know quick. who's got yeah. it when you walk past yeah, you their window. You, ah, I see my <laughs> <laughs> there. What well, is gospel on the coast? Like, sorry, it my is, ignorance. Is. If you imagine, my geography is actually quite good, honestly. Well, Paul's <laughs> it is. <laughs> Portsmouth, you know where the boat is, as everyone knows, the big boat, yeah. Victory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah totally, yeah, yeah, I totally yeah, 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 know yeah, that. Yeah, I know where it Don't is. embarrass well, me, Gloom. Portsmouth. Otherwise, you really won't be allowed back <laughs> in. No, Portsmouth is on this side, and okay. we're on the other side, so okay. there's a motorway that goes into Portsmouth, but there's no motorway that comes into Gosport. Yeah. Oh. What is it, like a dusty road? It is. <laughs> The I'm hills, like, the hills have ears. The hills have ears. Wow, the hills have yeah, ears. Ain't, ain't eyes. The eyes are missing. Well, Someone's robbed them. What's the crazy? What crazy shit goes on? I'm sure nah, there's some gangster shit that goes on. It's, down a, there. it's a good place. And and following your thing though, 
if you're gangster, you don't chat about it. No one knows you're gangster. Yeah, real gangsters it's don't simple, talk about simple. it. Simple. <laughs> I ain't no gangster. I sack that. But yeah. who is it? That I know you've done some gangster shit before. Don't uh, try and act like you ain't. Nah, done I'm a righteous. I'm a righteous through and through from school to now. I can say I ain't done no gangsterness. Yeah, I've but been before school, he see. Do you notice how he yeah. said from school yeah. until I had now? To lock the school bit off. And, and the other thing, some most people that I know that are righteous only know to be righteous after doing some gangster yeah. shit. Baby. And, and also, he said real gangsters yeah. don't talk about being yeah, gangster yeah, too. Yeah, that's it. I'm a good man. I'm a good man back in the days you're exactly right though it was back in the mm-hmm. days I was a bit of a I, I went to a bit of a boarding school and then moved into the local school and mm. it, within a couple of weeks was fighting everyone and, and whatnot. got a name I for myself it. and I knew it yeah but it was the opposite it was the opposite when I left school it was I was an idiot you know what I mean I was an idiot let me give back to the community and I mm. went I went back and I went and done uh, youth workshops for about 10 years and mm ploughed it all back in and kept people off the streets and so you learned from early and that's the thing I think like you know doing some gangster shit <laughs> you kind of learn shit from early like okay this probably ain't right you see the people older than you that are still getting into trouble you know like when they're there, you know I'm talking about when you're youth so when mm. they're all 18 and 19 20 and you're like shit they're that age and they're still doing the mm. same shit it, you know from when you're 11 12 13 or whatever you realize and so when you get to that sort of age you realize like yo all that shit is it's a lot of bullshit yeah. you know what i mean trying people like it's basically just a bunch of dudes trying to prove themselves to other dudes <laughs> for to girls other du- yeah. the whole thing is to get chicks it is, you know what i mean like when you really scrape it down yeah it's all to <laughs> no, try and get back yeah, the try and get your rocks off yeah <laughs> That's but it's I'm like in. you're doing it, you're trying to impress these dudes so that these chicks seen that you got these dudes scared. Impressed you know what I mean? That you impress no. those it's a weird dudes, little love triangle going on that. It's a know. caveman thing. Yeah, ah, a caveman, caveman thing. thing. On that yeah. paleo diet. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> but now, I, I reckon a big turning point in my head was when I was 17, I got kicked out of my house and moved to Manchester. In, mm. in oh cheap, shit, Manchester. So, yeah, so I was. What I was year was that that you moved? Manchester, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're talking early 1998, summer 2003 okay. or yeah. something. Right, wow, that's yeah, in the so height of there's madness going on there. For there was while, yeah. and there wasn't. I think I was coming out the end of it. I think going to Mossside every now and then there was bits that you didn't want to hear about, but but no, <laughs> it's, I think I think it was I think it was kind of quiet. I think you, you know even know pronounced Mossside correct. Mm. I it's think it's, a, it's the right. 80s though in it when Mossad was really yeah yeah was yeah, that when it was say, really yeah 80s early 90s it's yeah, still yeah, in the 90s too yeah. So yeah 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 it's still mm-hmm. it's still mad I mean the carnival didn't it two years ago have gunshot there or something and that's why they, they yeah it's it's a crazy place but it's such a good place oh, I cannot yeah, I cannot so rich culturally and then again that it, the reason why Manchester is so interesting and when you go to Bristol and Liverpool is immigration mm. because you have all this mm. melting pot of people when you Definitely. go any you can't go anywhere in manchester and you're straight. not seeing the mad mix up of people no, and then yeah. the culture that's come out of that city mm-hmm. is a straight representation of yep. the people you it's know? true you know when you go like man i mean now you're seeing it a lot more, more but like say places like manchester and liverpool where you see mixed race people that are like in their 60s I love shit. that that's when you're like that. wow man you're, yeah. that's some no, no. unique shit that's you know? you groundbreaking really, like. it. it's weird like, that's why I was laughing when I say yeah. it like, right, it's kind of weird that but it's true you see like oh shit you're mixed race and you're yeah. like you got grey hair and shit like yeah. what the fuck was that like from back in, in the, the day, 40s or some it? shit you know yeah. what I mean must have been harsh must have been harsh 
yeah, know, with the racism and everything. Yeah, so yeah, must have been hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at all. the same time, you also had a lot of unity. Yeah, yeah, Tetsu, yeah. Um, well, you're Rick damn James right. at the beginning of the show too, because you know, mm-hmm. in the UK, a lot of it is about a class divide, isn't it? So yeah. really, we're all in the thick of these things together. Like you know, in the. Uh, Council of State experience. Yeah. You're yeah, gonna. Mate, it's not like you're. Well, I guess maybe when you go to Bermondsey in like the 60s or something, right? Maybe it was like 99.9 percent white is all white, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, you know, going to lots of other part parts of the country, it's yeah. all the one big melting pot, isn't it? And then even when you look at something like the Beatles, that would have never happened without yeah, immigration yeah. because they were straight hearing music that was being imported here mm-hmm. from Into America, and they were like, "We want to be Little Richard." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and then think uh, of the Northern Soul movement, yeah, like it. all the reggae movement, but no, like no. up north and in uh, Bristol places. So I think like there's many ways where you can say immigration's a wonderful, wonderful mm. thing. It sounds yes. like Sarah campaigning to stay in. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm completely uh, neutral. Stay in the world. I'm neutral, and I will let other people make their you own, own decisions. You know what I think with that? Also, like, look, when this shit, we we all live on this earth together, like we're mashing up this earth when this ship goes down we're all suffocating it's not going to discriminate on how rich you are like what background you come from or anything what black ground ground, (laughs) yeah you know but that's even funny saying black ground because you know how in there's times when there's been that sort of friction between like being West Indian and African type and all (laughs) that sort of history all that nonsense you know and so um, I just think yeah you, unity, as Rick James was telling us. <laughs> if only, man, if only. That's it. Push all the land back together. Mm. <laughs> and so hip-hop-wise then, Gleam, when did you like... Ah, see... So I'm, Gleam, yeah, you're MC, you're singer, what's your... Mm. What's your story, Jugglings? man? Ah, uh, no, Sing J, I'd say. Sing J, yeah. Sizzler kind of invented that term, I reckon, a little bit. And you think so? Yeah. Well, yeah. before Capleton, yeah? Well, Capleton, you see, Capleton's my artist. Yeah. yeah, that's the same here. So when right. people mention Sizzler, I'm like, all right, mm. Capleton. Capleton is the one. <laughs> Short, snappy, simple lyrics. And yeah, he, he sung and he emceed. And yeah, it's, it's so an argument. But I, fi- I think Sizzler, I think Capleton was all, all, already in the background then. Sizzler is a new boy, really. If you, if yeah, you think and that's what I'm saying. Capleton yeah. was doing it before Sizzler that's was. It. That's it, from back in the days when everyone didn't have dreads. And mm. it was... Uh, I don't know. Me myself, that's that's my inspiration. Sizzler and Capleton, they 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 are massive to me. From when I was about nine or so, I got given Bob Marley, and it was like latched onto reggae. And talking about uh, diversification and whatnot, back in my hometown, there was you, you could count on one hand how many people of different nations were there. It was just pure white. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. How the hell did you find out about reggae then? <laughs> well, this is it. Saying the Manchester link, all my family's from Manchester. So, so, Gangchester. Uh, yes. All, See, he's got gangster roots. I've got links there. He's holding yeah. it down. Oh, he's he's got it out of him, man. This is why I might say, hey, yeah, I can get to the bottom of this shit. Is this going out live? Yeah, Delete that bit. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Yeah, so go on. Heavy, no, he- statutes of limitations are, I guess. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I always say that at the end of the shit. So like with that. the links in Manchester, I, 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 I used to get in, when, when I went to boarding school for a couple of years, I used to get uh, packages like this. Um, yeah, I don't uh, say what it was, just in nah, case. Nah, 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 nah. This is a good thing. I swear to God, it'd be like 10 tapes recorded from the local pirate. Oh. Yeah, back in them days it was like Buzz FM so that's all I had I just had these 10 tapes and 
See, we, that's we, why pirate radio was so. I was gonna random. say, no, my, pirate radio is one of my favorite things ever because that is truly from the mm, ground that's up. That's yeah, like by that's us, mm-hmm. for us, exactly. like without any white noise or intervention going up. Like it. I love pirate radio, mm. and we just like our history of pirate radio in the UK is so unique. Like, yeah, you know, they don't have it like that in the states or in Europe either, man. Like, they got loads of different stations, like. Uh, in France but they don't yeah. really have like pirate radio where it's just like they play underground music for Love the people it. who want to hear it but carry on sorry yeah so t- t- talking about France though I like France because you go on there and every other station's hip hop yeah, 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 well, it's, yeah. It's their hip hop, though. But yeah, yeah and that's, that's good. And, and they it, promote theirness. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Well, they've got that whole thing of like you have to. Um, play a certain amount of like homegrown music yeah, yeah, so and also I mean like the African French diaspora is mm-hmm. like massive kind of thing yeah, so it's like yeah. you've got all these like French speaking African countries where Straight. you know mm-hmm. they have their own uh, yeah. hip hop output mm-hmm. as well kind of thing yeah. so and a lot of that is yeah. cross you know that's so, it. so you were getting all these tapes so yeah I got all these tapes and I don't know I'd, I'd mimic reggae, copy what, and this it'd was be all... my world it, it, reggae was my world you, mm. you went into my bedroom when I was a nipper about 13, 14 and you couldn't see wool through posters through flags through through everything I was, <laughs> was I, I listening was, to sound tapes and yeah proper proper and even even going up coming up to uh, Brixton here in Cold Arbor Lane and grabbing some going back down that's Serious? all I come up here for you when know was what the mean? last time you went to Cold Arbor Lane oh ages ago now like we, how long uh, are we, we talking weeks or no, years, years. pre gentrification. okay you guys since the internet was born <laughs> ah, <no. laughs> uh, I ain't gonna let you diss the internet like that man the internet no, but that's what I'm saying. Then you don't have to go up to Black Dreads, nice. do you? You, do, you don't know. You can listen to the new music through radio stations such as yourself, can't you? You can listen yeah. to all the new new tunes exactly. coming out and then select. Back then, it was go up there. Can I listen to this? Can I listen to this? And you're in the but shop I, for about an hour. But that's also and what I, I think it. was so important about mm. how we've made all these scenes in the UK is because it was people connecting physically, that's you know, it, in the real it. world. And it's mm, like you yeah. just you just stumble on things yeah. that you wouldn't. It's you a know. bit more natural, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. like you can't and healthy. You, you know, you can't hide behind a screen or a keyboard with how you're communicating so it's a lot different than you know like you could tell when someone really does like a tune or when they don't like a tune mm-hmm. when they just comment and go yeah yeah sick heavy da, da, da. but it's a lot different when you walk in black or dread and you know the lyrics to the tune and you're brah brah <laughs> chatting out and everyone's looking like alright <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he won't like? make it out of Brixton <laughs> <laughs> was that what it's like then for you I've got more racism from my own local town than I did anywhere else really I'd, I'd go to dance I'd go to uh, Manchester out, out in Manchester and you'd see stuff but I'd never got picked on I never got beef mm. for being me I mean I think one time I was watching uh, Chris Goldfinger it must have been and, and where was that it was Hammersmith or something mm. some older guy real older guy come out what are you doing in a white way you know what I mean and I'm like <laughs> same, same reason why you are I'm yeah. here for the music and that was it and he was like okay kiss me kiss his teeth at me yeah. and, 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 and that was it but yeah. back home it's like you wigger why you want to be white why you want to be black Ooh, Serious. What you, yeah, giving it all that, giving it all that, and I wow. think I don't know. There's a little, there's a little thing, a little strand that I brought up through through my hometown, and a lot of people wouldn't know about the likes of Sizzler, Capleton, Buju mm. if it wasn't for me. If if the I the thing is, you don't like, like you don't dress or look nah. like you're trying to be black. I'm, I'm no. like you ain't got the dreads. I'm the milk tray man. I'm seriously all in black. Ready to dart in? I've got a job afterwards. <laughs> All because the ladies yeah. love. You know no, that. but if I saw Gleam on the street, I'd be like, you know, I bet rock. that dude listens to reggae. 
Yeah, but is he it? doesn't look like yes. he's trying to be black, though. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's got a reggae look, though, yeah? Yeah. What is it, the, the ponytail or the unkept it's just look? The... <laughs> well, hey, say. I didn't want to say that, but... It's but... true. <laughs> it's true. No, like, if you on, saw you Sarah, would that... you think she listens to reggae? Of course. See? Of oh, well, you know my, why? Because you got dreads. No, and you got dreadlocks as well. I know, I am kind of like the stereotypical white on black woman look. But then, going on from there, let me get back to my story yeah, yes. sorry. narrowing on where the, this is the show yeah. of digression, this is where it gets way. better <laughs> that <laughs> word digression it this is, is now this is where it gets better so 15 16 in a youth club and a couple of sort of like rock bands basically said yeah do you want to do music lads and there was four of us who used to sing on the streets literally light a fire sing on the sh- sing what around it what would you be singing we'd be singing back then we actually made a band that was doing covers for the likes of house call shabba um, Serious, yeah, uh, Mr. Yeah, loads. There was a real good singer, Mark Sell. Bless him. Salute to him. He's, he wow. he runs a chain of shops down there now, and he's, he he does singing. Still does keeps it up, but in a separate light. He's mm. more uh, charity raising and stuff like that. He's a mm. good man, but he had a real good voice. And I was I was the ragger side and, and the, sh- the shabba or shakadima side. Serious, you know what I mean? And he'd give it the pliers. And and we had one Shaka-glimus. song, shakadimus. <laughs> But it, it, we'd done two gigs and it wasn't a massive thing or anything like that. But that just that got me locked. That got me locked. I want to write tunes. And we had one track of our own and about you, nine other tracks. So write original so, songs. So we wrote an original one for that. And amazing, amazing. Mm. I actually had my hair braided up back then. Mm-hmm. Ah, braids, yeah, all braids with the little red, gold and green beads on the bottom. <laughs> oh, my God. They come out straight away. But so you'd have definitely thought, you'd have yeah, thought yeah, yeah, this yeah, guy, yeah. this is the reggae. There definitely straight. weren't many other people in Gosport with there that hairstyle. Any, unless they were female, and that is another thing. You want to be a girl, don't you? Is it what? Because you got long hair. Long hair. It's, wow, it's, that's it's a mad thing. It's a navy barbaric. town. Barbaric. It sounds like a barbaric town, boy. You can't even grow your hair long. It's it's ish. It's it's, <laughs> it's a bit more chilled now. But growing up, it was a bit a bit. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't bullyish. It was just people just. Get your hair cut. It's just a bit ignorant. Like that, just it? coming mm. down the road. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's wow. Nice. Only if you cut your neck. Um, so, <laughs> but anyway, back to the music. The music's a better bit. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, let's play a tune oh, first, no, and then we'll, um, we're going to keep chatting to our guest guest today, which is Gleam, and Gleam is going to be blessing us with some lyrics later on the open mic too. So keep it locked right here to Foobar Radio. Hit us up in the studios, hip hop at foobarradio.com. And yeah. um, yes, first I want to play you something from this new Rex album. This is produced by Knots. It's Sarah Love and My Stiggy. Rex, straight out of Boston. He has an album, The Greatest X, and that's coming out later this summer. So check it out. You know, we're going to be bringing you that good stuff right here on Fubar Radio. I've got to send a shout out to Billy T, locked into the show, Jez Miley, Martin Tornval. I know he's Swedish, so I don't know how that's Tornval. I don't, I don't know. You just have Let to have know, the inflection. Martin. The yeah, inflection when you say it, this up. is good enough. <laughs> that, that fits for Australian as well. Just go up at the end. Oh, the yeah, sentence. mate. Everything's a fucking question. Even <laughs> when I'm fucking telling you something to fucking listen to me. Yeah, All God, right. C-word? <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst word in the English language, isn't it? Ah, no, it ain't. No, 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 it ain't. The worst word is Gene Simmons, mate. <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> two words combined. Yeah, well. But yes. Big, man. Proper. Anyway, man, we Fiending. are joined by a mother lover who came all the way up from Portsmouth. 
See, I said that right. Yeah. He goes by the name of Gleam. What about shows in ports in um, Gosport and stuff? Like, what kind of hip hop would have passed through Gosport? I, I swear to God, you won't believe this, but I mean, Gosport wise, it's, there's about three clubs and they're dead. They're proper dead. I think only one of them's actually going, and that's a pub club. And uh, but over the years, over the years, we've had the likes I mean, of back in day, yeah. We've had Rodney P and Skits there. You know Ooh, what I mean? So, um, that's a big event. Portsmouth side. Now Portsmouth side. That back in the day when I first started, it was run by a, a crew called the Go Off Crew. Big up the Go Off Crew. They're, they're big, big in my history. I swear. You may, you may know a couple of them, but uh, Dharma seventy seven. He does the caricatures. No, no, no. Well, I've got to big him up anyway because he's, he's he's bad. But he had uh, there was a crew of DJs, MCs, graphers, and whatnot, and they they had good links. They had good links, and I don't think I could name an artist that they didn't actually pass through from Skinny Man Ty right the way through. Uh, everyone, everyone had a gig there. Ricochet, Clash, Knopf, all, all of them, and mm. I was lucky enough for fifty percent of that time to be the support act. I see. So, so I got straight in. Uh, I think my first one, uh, it was the funniest one, it was Blade. Mark B and Blade. Salute, Mark B. But Yeah. Oh, man, rest in peace, Mark B. That's yeah. still bro. unreal to me. It is, it is, same, same, same. But it was, it was funny as hell. It was just Blade does his standard. Any local MCs out there? And mm-hmm. I, didn't even, I didn't even say, yeah, I just got pushed forward. It was just literally, yeah. fall into the crowd, and all of a sudden I'm in the middle of a circle. Uh, so it was, actually, it was actually started real terrible. The Mark B started running the beat, and I started chatting the lyrics that I just wrote, and uh, they, didn't, they clashed, because I was, I was ragger. I was writing on dancehall oh, and right. trying to do it dancehall, and he had some old-school hip-hop boom bap style so it didn't work so actual oh, blade right. blade went cut that mark b cut that and he started beatboxing and before the night was through there was sweat coming from the ceilings put it that way it was banging who blade started beatboxing, blade started wow. beatboxing and it fit perfect and the whole whole place went wild that's crazy and it's, it's like it's one of these places where the ceiling is about an inch above your head <laughs> and it's so like when yeah. you're mush, pogo in mush, mushing yeah, you know it. so so probably. would you say that you are do you identify yourself as are you more a hip-hop dude or a reggae dude mm, that's a good question my foundation is a reggae yeah, and, I mean, the first thing he... Said. That's what he, he kind of said when he first... It was like, yeah, the, from the reggae thing, so... Definitely. Well, what, what it was, when I moved up to Manchester, I got in, not in as in chilling with them, but uh, got speaking and whatnot to a couple of sound systems up there and dabbled in it, didn't do didn't do anything, wrote a few lyrics up there, but then... What, what was it, that like? Was it... It's, it's, it's not weird because it was family connections. Uh. So, so it's through the family and we'd all go out and we'd go out for sound clashes and it was more dub. Back mm. then, it was more dub reggae when I was I was more into or waiting for all the gigs like Beris coming into town and, and Capleton Sizzland. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Loved them. Beris actually took my girlfriend at the time up on stage and sung a song to her and he goes, sorry about this. I goes, no, you carry on. You carry on. You carry on. <laughs> Here, here's the condom if yeah, you need yeah, it. That's it. That's you can it. use There's a back room there. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, he deserves it as well, the amount he's brought to reggae. Are you still Swear with this girlfriend? Uh, nah. <laughs> Is nah. she with him now? Uh, I, yeah. Who knows? Nah, he didn't go that no, far. No, no the beginning of the end. No, sorry. <laughs> no, but no, that 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 I thrived on. That was my thriving mm-hmm. time where you had Morgan Heritage down by the river and all all Aww. that. That was that era, and and it was a good good time. But then when I come back down here, everyone's into hip hop. 
and there was oh, no shit. reggae gigs what, in, in, in um, Portsmouth yeah mm. yeah. there's Everyone no reggae yeah I mean there's there's Don't the odd hip hop DJ who's into his ragga who's into his reggae but didn't play it out that much but here, but there is a hip hop history in Portsmouth though like, 100% yeah, yeah so yeah. I mean it doesn't surprise me that yeah it was all hip hop that you were it, well that was on. it I had to be then moulded over to hip hop yeah and, so and that's run, how the transition came along kind of like Mad Lion KRS One, wow, Madline, kind of yeah, like yeah. that. That was that was inspiration about them times as yeah. well. So it was, yeah, it was. Oh, I want to hear that tune now. It's yeah. crazy because like, and people forget that hip hop came from the dancehall, you know the sound system tradition. Tradition, anyway. Straight. So that link is always been there, but there's always, you know, it feels like, oh man, you know, Mad Lion might have been the first one, or yeah. But I guess it's always kind of been there, so. In the end, was it was it just a thing of you like okay? When I feel like rapping, I rap. When I feel like sing J, I sing J. Depends on the vibe. Depends th- on the mood. Yeah, I think I had a set set four or five tracks, and mm. I'd just run them over whatever beat they give me. First, first off, oh, with them, yeah, with with them getting a feel for who I am. I I, I used to be rapping over <laughs> instrumentals that were like dubs, where the vocal would come back in. Yeah, All of yeah, a sudden, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. get off, get off. <laughs> and it's it, it was mad. But then, obviously, when when they started giving me sets, put me on flyers and stuff like that, it was good. It was all good. We, I had a DJ, so we had our own tracks and stuff yeah. like that. We were producing a little bit, but not not to the high caliber that it, it should have been. So, did you way. get into like stuff like dubstep, and um, did you start really. transitioning into all that? Nah, nah, nah foundation me, foundation me. I mean, I like dubstep. Don't get me wrong. Oh, you put dubstep on and no one's dancing. I'm making everyone dance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just get up. Um, I don't know. I'm brought up from the Northern Soul type era. All, always partying, basically. Always partying. I'm the first on the dance floor, last off. And, and you have to drag me off kicking and screaming with two Jack Daniels and my hair down going, get off me. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering the other day, how is dubstep doing nowadays? Like, know. does it still exist? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. No, but I mean, this I, is the problem. It's just not cool to even talk about it anymore. That's it, how bad it is. Is that what yeah. they used to it's exercise got shut with? down. Yeah. Dubstep. <laughs> it's, it's weird, man. It's weird, yeah, though. It how it just, it, no, but this is the thing with why how messed up music is nowadays because something is bubbling on the... On, like, I'm at, okay, we're talking talking about pirate radio back in the day mm. my when i my initiation is pirate radio is jungle music mm. i'm saying before drum and bass yeah, yeah, jungle yeah, jungle, jungle is business kind of mm. thing and then we had time to let that ferment and grow into something can find our voice and it it own it mm-hmm. you know before then you had like mainstream stations playing that or before you had someone in a record yeah. uh, company going oh right how can we turn this into a dollar yeah, yeah. but nowadays because everything you've got all these fiends on the uh, working for these companies on the internet and stuff as soon as something is just like fetal in its status mm, yeah. it gets jumped on and turned into this is the next thing you need to be looking over mm. here and it's just not got the the these the stature the foundation to support it yeah I, f- I kind of feel like as soon as it blew up like as soon as it went mainstream was when m- a majority of the people who were making it were like oh i don't want to make it anymore so when it was on rihanna's album and you know there were places where you started hearing dubstep where it's like huh this is weird you know when you especially when you start seeing it on tv adverts same happened with jungle music or drum and bass or whatever yeah, yeah. once you started see, see, hearing it on tv adverts it was like it's not cool anymore. Do you know what I mean? But then that was still a long time after Jungle had been existing. Don't Around, you reckon? Yeah. Till you were like seeing it on like those kind of 
main outlet, you know, yeah, or even well, back was, in the day with hip hop where it would just be like, <gasps> hip hop on TV, yeah, yeah, black yeah, yeah, person so, on TV, yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 type so. business kind of thing. Like, I'm not even sure, like, what exactly. Um, I think a, a lot of different things ended up getting grabbed into the same umbrella as dubstep, yeah, I guess like, so. Just call it dubstep. I, you kind of still hear it you still hear it like on the radio you know not necessarily as much as before but it's still around but I think it's kind of expanding into this whole kind of bass music thing you know it's just like crazy sounds and just like I need to take drugs before I can even understand what yeah, the fuck yeah. I'm supposed to feel right now that type of music now we're just gonna <laughs> the next step we'll be hearing Swiss Beats making dubstep he probably is already isn't he yeah I'm sure he probably yeah, like um, Thingy does it in it I guess and there's that blurred line with trap and dubstep now you know like oh, uh, Just Blaze is doing all of that stuff as well isn't it I think even just Little Blaze? John yeah so you know it's drug music yeah, that I was actually so. an interesting thing talking with Big Daddy Kane and then we I was saying to him you know Big thing with uh, hip-hop I think was to do with um, tempos as tempos changed mm. in hip-hop when you think in like the late 80s early 90s you were having like upbeat like proper mm. dance it you know 120 tempo type um, music and stuff yeah, and yeah. then as soon as things came down to like 90 BPM you know it created a very different tone and feel mm. to the music where yeah, it was for sure. much, and then but obviously it reflects what people are doing at them times so I guess people were chilling a lot with my sack haze in mid and stuff and so I think like with the dubstep and everything and like you're saying the trap really it's just a reflect well Kane was saying to me it's just a reflection of the drugs people are doing isn't it wow so what yeah. does that say about auto-tune then well, what's going on with auto-tune so auto-tune was a straight up yo I can't <laughs> sing this but mm. I want to be the one to sing I wanna it. I want to be famous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then what's fucked up is that nearly every genre of music has got its, like, auto-tune world. Mm. Like, you listen to the Bashment, you, know. you hear, like... It's horrible. There's, like, Country, an auto-tune you know. world of Bashment. <laughs> Country. <laughs> Even, like, banger music. Though. I was in India, I heard, like, there was banger music with auto-tune, oh. bro. You know what I mean? Like, Afrobeat. There's, you, oh, there's like, a whole... It's like, it's like an Earth 2 of... <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Music, every it's genre like of music has its earth too. There's multiple yeah, realities yeah. playing well, just, out at one time. These people who can't actually there's do the shit they're trying to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a hologram of voice, you know? Like People who can't really sing will get away with singing now because of auto-tune. But you know what is even worse than that is when there's people who can sing but who are so caught up on the hype where they're using mm. auto-tune. Like, the but day Mary when you J. hear, Blige, like, Shaka, yeah. Shaka Khan using auto-tune, yeah, that's nah, like... Nah, that ain't gonna happen. I'll tell you that. Not here, Earth 2, Earth 3. <laughs> <laughs> ain't happening. I, ain't, <laughs> I won't even let it happen. I'll be up. I'll run up in that studio like, that. No! It's me and you. We're both going down, Shaka Khan. That's what I think it is, though, is people are being slack on the old voice training and building up. Oh, blatant. Blatant. Don't you think that's, like, with everything though don't you think like mm -hmm. technology think about technology like how everything majority of things are made to like ma make life easier yeah. no like shortcut alley yeah it's yeah, all everything you know. seems to be a shortcut to the point where now you know you don't even have to leave your house if you just want to live you can have everything in your house order online mm -hmm. do you know what I mean you ain't got to go out and hunt for the shit mm -hmm. no you don't even have to hunt for the shit go online Click, click, Tesco, deliver that shit Done. for you right now. Well, now if you want to be a gangster, you know, you just hit, get on the keyboard trolling yeah, people. Yeah, like, yeah. it's as simple as that. So it feels accessible. like everything's made to be easier and, and you know, we're left to not even really have to work on our talents anymore. I know. You know? And that's why I appreciate people who are really, like, still putting the time and effort into making um, quality products because it's so mm. difficult as well. Like how Eric Sermon 
were saying to us the other week that you know no one cares about albums anymore you know because they, they haven't got that kind of attention span and stuff so to really so, put mm, the effort into producing an algo, album point, mm-hmm. I respect that and our guest who's going to be on the show next week Sonny Jim he's straight out of Birmingham um, he has Sunny a brand Jim. new album called Mud in My Malbec and right now I'm going to play you a track <laughs> from, from that um, and yeah ah. he's, he's definitely putting the work in here this track features Dash's Fubar Radio Some UK music for you there, straight out of Birmingham. Sonny Jim is going to be live on the show next week, so make sure you join us every Monday, 4 till 6 p.m. The Hip Hop Takes Over with myself, Sarah Love. And myself, My Stiggy, a.k.a. the voice of Chocolate Velvet Cake. We are joined by the one and only Gleam. Straight out of Portsmouth, mother lovers. <laughs> Straight out of Portsmouth. I that was, was going to um, actually ask my friend from Portsmouth the other day, like, what is the typical Portsmouth accent? Why, mush? White mush, how's it going? It's it's kind of Londonish. It's it's virgin towards that, Cockneyish, but without the ri- anyway, without the rhyming slang. So it's, there's no pirates involved. There's no pirate slang involved. <laughs> no, it's there's not far west enough, is it? No, nah, that's it. It's I think I think the cut off point for that is like uh, well, I would say <laughs> would say Bournemouth, but it's a bit Southamptonish. Southampton in the oh, there's there's farms behind Southampton that. Oh, and that's where they and start. Then, ah, and then it's from then. We're South Central. <laughs> oh, Recognise. South Central. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they say the accent in the UK changes every 25 miles. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably right. Probably right. No, man, I don't know about that. If I go from, say, like, I don't know, if I go from... People in Milton Keynes chat different to how they chat in Halston. And it's not that far. Yeah, okay. Blatant. It's kind of weird, man. Even the within London. The yeah. accent thing's strange, and it's weird how a kid will... It's like you're, it proves how your environment is such an influence, you know, when a kid will come up with that accent, with the, what they hear people <laughs> yeah. saying, Chatting you know. Like, it's yeah. pretty crazy, man. I That's love it. it. I love it. I have to send a shout-out to Nathan Cappuccino, locked into the show. Uh, Minnie and Summer locked into the show. Ben Williams... Thank you for all your messages. Keep hitting us up. This week, there's gigs. Last week, didn't even manage to shout out all the gigs that were happening last yeah. week. Cypress Hill were in town. Public Enemy were in town. Um, someone else massive like them was in town, but I, I can't remember town. right now. Mice was in town. What? Yeah, I forgot to let you <laughs> know, man. I was fucked up. No, but this week, there's even more great gigs. Never shortage of great shows in London. Tonight, at Jazz Cafe in London, Saul Williams oh, yeah. is going to be rocking. I heard he's got a crazy show, man. Mm, I've yeah. never seen him live, actually, but I, re- I did want to make it to the show tonight, mm. but I'm not going to be able to. But um, And then also, one another one of my favourites from the UK is performing at Hootenanny. Um, that is Mr Black Twang, Tony Rotten. That's Saturday, the 25th of June. So definitely check that out. I love Twang's show. I love his music as well. We played you some of that last week. Remember, you can listen back to all the Fubar shows on the website, foobarradio.com slash hop. And the most important show that all of you must make sure you reach on the 24th of June... Oh, is um it's this guy he's all right my sticky yeah. featuring smokey joe and the kids do you like how I switched up the yeah, yeah I like how it's actually smokey joe and the kid featuring myself my sticky we're going to be down at hootenanny uh sorry hootenanny queen of hoxton on friday the 24th of june it's a one-off show in london they managed to squeeze it in so definitely come down if you want to find out what we do we we take it 
all you know a bunch of different places. It's mm. not my usual type of show. I'll put it that way. But very entertaining, you know. It, have the, some the pictures French look amazing. Oh, <laughs> that's definitely heightened some people's yeah. interest. In I'm looking show. forward to it, man. Yeah, and also there's some very important things going on in mm. London at the moment. Um, you need to hit up change.org and um, help save Passing Clouds. That's a venue in Hackney. Um, a lot of dope events happen there. It's a really like weird, eclectic venue where it feels like you're in someone's front room, someone's some hippies front room or yeah, something yeah yeah I was going to say it's <laughs> like a particular room. type of person's front room it's yeah. like a warehouse front room not the standard yeah. fret, you no. know front room that you no. Tarquins go yeah. to yeah. <laughs> and Hyacinth and Tarquins Tarquins. not their front room um, but yeah they, they've um, been threatened with closure because on the sly their landlord has like sold their lease or something and so now it's mm. going to become some luxury apartments in the divine and avocados yes in, ha- in Hockney Hark, hark man this keeps happening right it's wonderful isn't it because I really love like all those like I, I think we need more coffee shops like we need more gourmet <laughs> uh, coffee shops and you know exquisite bakeries and things like that there's not enough of those and also, um, also <laughs> you need to go to crowdfunder.co.uk slash save Silver Bullet um, and sign the petition there to save Silver Bullet. That's yeah. a venue in Finsbury Park. That's they have a lot of venue, love for hip hop, man. And um, they're just good people who work there. They've been holding it down in that uh, in Finsbury Park area for a long time. They have some really good blues jams that happen there as well. Um, and also, I saw pictures of our man Jeremy Corbyn was chilling up at. Don't um, lie, man <laughs> like Corbyn though. Man like Corbyn. Man like Corbyn was in the room. Silver Bullet. And then it's funny because I spoke to Skinny Man the other week. And then he was saying, he was like, "Yeah, my man Jeremy Corbyn, isn't it?" Like, and saying how, um, yeah, they got they got history. Bridges. They go way back. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure they probably were hanging out together back in the Damn, day. Um, that's crazy. Silver Bullet. So just on that that factor alone, like we need to keep Silver Bullet going. So yeah. people do the right thing because unless you want more coffee shops, we just, just one coffee shop per street is enough. Fucking enough coffee, man. And it, it's I funny. Know. I swear, um, I saw pictures of. Uh, I think Lee Scratch Perry was at um, Passing Clouds like maybe two Whoa. weeks ago or something like that. Two wow. or three weeks ago, man. Big. So, you know, when you're getting yeah. important people like that, where, where would they get to play if um, Passing Clouds closes down? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? No, it was sad when it's I saw up, that today. Man. That you don't want to put play. pumpkin seed shops uh, <laughs> all over, the, sprinkle them all over the place. What the hell is going see, on? See, why can't I they like compromise? Why can't they compromise? You know, Map Cafe, Camden? Yes. Yeah. Have, have the Map. both. Yeah, yeah have the both there, yeah, have right? The both. You can sell, put a little coffee coffee area in the corner. You can sell your little mm. quinoa cakes <laughs> there. Go sit down there, Tarquin. We're just about to bust a mic. <laughs> 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 your quinoa Tarquin was there. So you, Gleam, speaking of quinoa, so are you vegan? <laughs> no, I'm veggie. Oh, you're veggie. Are veggie. You? Yeah, How yeah. long have oh, you been vegetarian? Twenty two years, I think now. Have you? Yeah, from when I was a nipper. Are you veggie, veggie, or are you pescatarian? No, nah, veggie, veggie, no fish. Yeah, yeah nothing. What nothing that's alive. That? Tell you one turning Nothing point. that's alive. That's interesting. Well, yeah, tell you, tell yeah, you. yeah, and screeching. We'll bark. be right back in just one second. Yeah, what is it? Something yeah, so vegetarianism, Gleam, you were telling us about why you're a veggie there. Yeah. Yeah, because cooking we just mi- had a little interlude there where it was just like too real what Gleam had to say about being a veggie. Yeah, I was just mad. I, I and was, I was like, don't want to lose my job here, man. You so get rid of this get ham cheese sandwich I got here. <laughs> Told you, oh geez, don't talk about it. Yeah, so ve- <laughs> veginess. So yeah, no, it's, it's a principle of, uh, of peace, let's say. Mm. Let's say I've... I've got all these things of yeah when you when you kill an animal unjustly and stuff uh, you've got fear in there you're eating the fear all that 
I'm, I'm, I'm purely, uh, however you survive, you survive, please. And and that is I don't, I'm not one of these ones that oh you must convert you must come over to yeah, vegetarian it's so it. good look at me I'm skinny as hell it's not good it's not good but no, it's it the way good. that it's the way I I, I am it is it. good yeah. you know the biggest contributor to uh, global warming is the meat eaters diet yeah that yeah. contributes more than all the cars on the road in the world put together and all the planes in the sky like mental. the amount of deforestation mm. that is happening that can't mm. then eat all of this co2 that we're pumping into the world is because to cut down trees to make farmland to, for cows to just like have Graze a miserable life That's and it. then um end up in a big mac the yeah. thing about cows they always look like they've got a cold now <laughs> nose is always running they don't really run anywhere like they're always walking or just sitting down they yeah, ain't really i don't think i've ever seen a cow you run. don't see a cow running like what kind of life is that where you don't even get to spread your wings they're pumped full of meds that's I why they're pumped full of meds Honestly, it's so antibacterial sad. stuff and yes yeah, have you it's seen them um, food ink yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Have you yes. seen Earthlings? Oh, yeah, that was I the one I was trying one. to remember Ooh, the name. Bro, you no, watch no, Earthlings, boy. You might, down, you might so not even want to eat it. veg. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> joke. So, no, have you heard about um, breatharianism? No, as in just eating nothing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, I, you kind of. Oh, I thought Indian you meant breath talker people. Um, no, no, is that a different mouth thing? Breathers, yeah. mouth breathers. I'm sure there's a bunch of mouth breathers <laughs> down south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wind pushers. <laughs> Wind pushers. No, breatharianism is when you just survive off of mm. air. Oh, not breathering. You it's know, like vegetarian, breatharian, mm. pescatarian, fruitarian, people Isn't that, that like only eat fruit. Asia? I don't even know what that means, man. That's to be a honest, big I, ass word for me to. I, I'm, I'm near that. I'm near that. I, I don't eat a lot, and anyone, any, any time. Yeah, yeah, I'm near that. I'm near that as it is. I don't eat a lot Do you at fast? all. Yeah, but I'd say it's a constant fast. I keep on saying, yeah, I'm celebrating Ramadan, and, and obviously, it's not I'm, even Ramadan. I'm, yeah, I'm not religious. Dead at in all. the middle of yeah. winter. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And I, I don't know. It's, it is. I don't eat a lot, and I think I don't know. Your body adapts, doesn't it? Your body adapts yeah, yeah, to yeah. whatever you put in it. And I, I know I'm not. I'm not treating my temple as I should. But who is? I have a theory about how we're meant to eat, which is like, which I realise they've now given a name. But I just think you know, our digestive system has evolved mm. over like the last two million years mm. at the same time as our environment that we were around yeah. and so it's evolved to eat the food that we were surrounded mm. by mm. which would have been mostly like green vegetables like hunter gatherer diet and things nuts. and this is why you see <laughs> getting some nuts in your mouth and so mm. this is why you see there's <laughs> a correlation between like anti um, uh, carcinogenic like mm. low cardiovascular mm. risk low mental health risk all this stuff when you eat like uh, like that diet kind of thing so I just really so which now they call the paleo oh so yeah the paleo so more hunter gatherer diet more greens fruits and nuts yeah, and, and berries occasional, and yeah occasional nuts and no occasional um, meat and fish mm. because and then ultimately yeah. anytime you ate meat as a hunter and gatherer you'd have to chase it to get to eat yeah, it yeah so you wouldn't get so it all the time that's it yeah, yeah. so really so do you reckon exercise. so okay so the paleo diet how, how often should you eat meat you know for the listeners out there like people who've had their um, bacon this morning, a burger this afternoon, and probably about to go have some more meat shoveled down their gut later on. How often do you think people should eat meat? Oh, you don't need to eat. Nowadays, we don't. you don't need to eat meat at all every day. Like, I know some people have meat three times a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minging. That's standard. And then, you know, if you look at that person's like intestines mm. the amount of undigested meat because your body is just not equipped to break down that level of that amount of um, input 
into the body and then all the chemicals and stuff people put in their mm. body that's all not the steroids natural steroids them, them uh, cows get pumped with yeah yep, steroids hormones so, and that contributes to, like obesity the amount of um, steroids that you're just then the all the, the epidemic that's happening now with um, antibiotics being ineffective that's mm. all because mm. of like that's pumped. the main contribution to that is the meat eating diet because you're eating that Arnold Schwarzenegger burger right there boy <laughs> yeah. pumped with all kind of <laughs> all kind of shit just pumped up in that shit <laughs> oh man what are we doing to us Else, I know, man. but get me off one of my favourite subjects quick, because so, I want to hear you rap, clean. Okay, well, fling on the beat. Well, first, right, so should we, this, should let me um, make sure this that going. this is all, all lined up. But, well, first, look, we're going to get our cameraman ready and everything. So first, yeah. I'm going to let the people hear this brand new track from Kaiser Smirnoff um, before we get right into our open mic this week, featuring our special guest, Gleam. Hold it tight, it's FUBAR. <laughs> Kaiser the track is called Just Chill you're locked into Fubar Radio with myself Sarah Love and my divine co-host Mice Diggy that's right mother lovers shout out to Kaiser Smirnoff right now <laughs> yeah yeah but right now I'm, I'm well excited because Gleam what? is about to step up, step up and bless the open mic for us and he was doing some the most impressive warm ups that I've seen so far on yeah. the football me, open me, mic me, 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 me. <laughs> yeah that's some veteran warm ups right there some Pavarotti warm ups bro. it ain't nothing like that is it we got my man Gleam about to bless the open mic with a beat by tough guy Don Riva mother lovers you know to lock in right here each and every Monday from 4 till 6 p.m. where we give you exactly what you need and this is part of exactly what you need. It's the open mic. Do remember all MCs if you want to get on here, send some music to hiphop at foobarradio.com all beat makers. If you want to get a beat on here, make sure the subject in the email says beat for open mic and send it to hiphop at foobarradio.com and you might just get up on here and do something like these mother lovers. Aw <laughs> oh, yeah. This is how the South Coast represent, you know. Uh oh. I bring the shit to kick off, lift the lid off hip hop. A lot of rip off rappers are chatting nothing but knackers. Verbally battered, start raving crackers. Spitting all your backwards words back. React quicker to claps. I follow before the flash, grabbing a ragger from the weapon rack. I reckon we clash in a second flat. Yeah. I'm giving a battle payback for all the tracks you taxed when you were strapped for cash. Just about to collapse. I was trapped down in stacks of action at a Saxon bashment, attracting a gal with a rag of passion. <laughs> Don't care for your whereabouts or your warehouse with a room full of prayers, only there to get your stairs out. I'll knock your feet out of pattern, out of sequence. I'm leaving a memory of reaming. The reason can't redeem the evil when the odds are even. It's a constant trot, carrying hip hop demons in our. I'm a travelling monk, the battle began when the planet begun. Gallivant in land with an unraveling tongue, having a rampant tantrum, gathered among random tampering <laughs> hands on a scavenger hunt. I've had enough, a dabbled in funds, grabbing a munch, yamming my grub, ramming my gob with a packet of chud, mm. racking up and lacking a capital funds, an inanimate plan of action of a battered up platinum lung. Mm. And as it happens, my patterns are lost Cover the canvas, palette and brush in patches of blood Dangling candlelit lantern, hanging above And a band of phantom of the Amorite calendar month mm. Adding it up, havoc is lagging in front I'm grabbing a brunt, wrapping it up, I'm having a chuck I'm a panelist judge in the Hampshire Cannabis Cup Modern day one for young <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned to the Sarah Love Show alongside Mike Diggy. You got my man Gleam on the open mic right here, boy. Beat by the one and only tough guy, Don Reva. Jeez. Gleam, I know you got a bunch more for us, man. What are you saying, bro? What are you saying? Loving the vibes. Hey, bro. Well, I'm having a bit of a bad patch. I've got to adapt or get a backpack. Mm. Imagine a mad tramp, a tap man can ransack. Yad in a bad land, lacking a battle plan. I carry the catalogue and a lost chapter. My chapel of rags drop like I can't catch a lip match. When the opposite of back spit gas, and both your hands are gift wrapped in pans of hot chip fat. Sat the chit chat, you need to be quick to act. You're at least 15 minutes from the nearest pig dispatch. It's taken ages, making a name for draining it in com pages. To be paid in a basic wage of sin. Mm. Chained to the papers in railings. Are you ready to read the label in the lead? The way into the major link Ah, reckon you're rated Next on the waiting list You're getting outdated Vex with a shaking fist You're taking a piss Mate, you ain't the favourite When Sarah Love and Maestro play We get the neighbours complaining quick Bring on that fire alarm now Here comes yeah, the fire Yeah, boy, hey, you don't know But Gleam already set your fire alarm off before, man Yo, I know you can do it again, bro Do it again, man Yes, <laughs> one more, bro I know you got one more Do you remember this? Alright, yeah, yeah Radio, mother lovers. So just remember this A message from your nemesis Leaving a remnant memory to reminisce mm. I inherited an intelligent heritage And kept developing the lineage of my relatives mm. Never fear anything, ain't no benefit Nice vibes, fellowship already and we're well equipped Up against all of the negative elements Always editing the evidence So I'm haunted by tormented thoughts in my head I call it warning of the caution ahead can't afford any more fraud and theft or get force fed war and debt still nevertheless mm. I drop quick like the stock market I'm never off target ever since I got started Ooh. it cost an arm and a leg just to live but did I let slip you through a good grip Forceless fighters up with this brother lover boy bless up Sarah love my sticky bless you man how the hell can we get hold of you what's your links contacts what's the you know Twitter what is it Facebook what's going on Facebook is Gleam UK I think how do you spell Gleam G-L-E-E-M Golf Lima Echo Echo Mike for the police (laughs) (laughs) they know I'm here they know I'm here (laughs) and what's going on are you releasing any material what's the deal I know you're a mic man but still are you throwing any stuff out there or what well yeah I'm bringing I'm bringing an album out soon yeah yeah but um, I've recorded five of the reggae it's going to be five reggae five bashment dancehall slash drum and bass and five hip hop wow and the hip hop side hasn't been done yet it was supposed to be done yesterday to be honest but I'm slacking if uh, anything to go by by what you just did uh, it's definitely going to be more fire alarms going off right (laughs) definitely (laughs) definitely definitely. (laughs) and I ain't punching I'm honest it is is sweat it is steam (laughs) hey brother we can see man this is like friggin I feel like I'm in the middle of some kind of cartoon right now (laughs) yeah you're about to explode that mic looks like it's melting seriously either way if 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 you had the reggae beats and whatnot, if this was a Fubar reggae show, which it should get on, really. Sarah's got dreads, so you know, we're yeah, halfway yeah, we're there, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? There would be the singing side of Gleam, which is which is a little different, a little Apply different to that. The, the Tweety bird. Shaka Gleamus. Shaka Gleamus, yeah. Baby girl! That's right, boy. I, well, I can't wait to hear, to hear that. that. Please, just go on. Hit us with some Shaka Gleamus quickly. Okay, then, so... Go on, go on Do you want the beat, yeah, or are you no, going to go acapella? Go on, go on. Shaka Gleamus. Shaka Gleamus. This is a little... It's, it's probably a bit too righteous for me party, but... It's it's called my words and it can only take you so far. So you're vegetarian. There's nothing more righteous than that, mate. Go on. <laughs> Who knows it? So 
My words will only take you so far Keep earning your dues The further you trod Words will only take you so far I'll be searching for you On my journey across Instead of making love They just brainwash Those afraid to become one like raindrops Well under the naked sun They separate us Every day by trading papers and Ancient brave hearts that came to take charge They pay the same cost and end up in a graveyard Ready to take off Well angel of great God I catch you later on the way to meet my maker Cause words will only take you so far So stop chatting about it and action it Thank you so much, Gleam, for joining us today. Make sure you hit up foobarradio.com slash hip-hop if you've missed any of the show today. Next week on the show, we're going to have Sonny Jim in the studio with us. He's going to be going through his brand new album, Mud In My Mouth. But up next on (laughs) Foobar, we have our friends, Badge of Friendship. We're going to be taking care of you. Thanks to Ben Grimm we chatted to earlier. And thank you to you guys, because this show is all about you. And remember, it's all about that. Unity. <laughs> so we'll leave people on that note. Peace, my beloveds.